Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be here on another episode with you guys. For those of you who are new to the show, we have an episode releasing every Monday and Thursday through CharismaPodcastNetwork.com. You can also find it on the Charisma Plus app for free. There's tons of content, articles, as well as our podcast on there. And you can also go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to. There's hundreds of episodes right now with amazing thought leaders and um, amazing people in the body of Christ, authors, prophetic people from around the world, as well as myself and my wife coming on and we share what the Lord has put in our hearts. We break down the scriptures. We have several series on there. We just closed up a series on First Love Fire. And so you can get a hold of that. You can go to, to the archives and and, and tap into a lot of free uh, content and resource there that'll really bless you, impart to you, speak to you. Um, and so definitely do that. Um, for those of you who are always listening, you know that... Um you know that the show is, you know, friends and family and so many people have been coming back with testimonies saying that um, they've been blessed by the show, hearing from the Lord, really going deep in the scriptures, really being enlightened as well as a lot of different home groups and churches have been diving in. And so thank you so much for spreading the word. It really means a lot to me. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for reviewing and getting this out to more people. It's, it's really a blessing that you guys have become a part of the Awakened Podcast family and the foundation for this show is based on Ephesians 5.14 where the Apostle Paul is speaking to the body of Christ and he says, Awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Again, Paul is speaking to the body of Christ. He's not speaking to unbelievers. So as a church, we need to be awakened to the beauty of Jesus, who he is, what he's done, as well as the tools that we've been given, the Spirit of God dwelling on the inside of us, the tools that we've been given so we could truly destroy the works of the enemy and release the kingdom of God in the earth establishes kingdom so that we so Jesus can come back we rule and reign with the Lord Jesus Christ and so I want to get to my guest today and we're going to be diving into a very similar subject there talking about the power of God talking about awakening and revival and so her name is Cindy Jacobs her and her husband Mike are the founders of Generals International a worldwide ministry that works to achieve social transformation through intercession and prophetic ministry uh, the author of several best-selling books she has a television program God Knows, seen in the U.S. on God TV as well as around the world. And Cindy and Mike, they have two grown children, six grandchildren. They reside in Dallas, Texas. I also reside in Dallas, Texas. And so, and Cindy, her ministry has impacted my life in a big way over the years. And so she is one who is led by the Holy Ghost. And so it's a pleasure to talk to you today, Cindy. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. It's an honor. I'm very, very happy to be on the podcast today. <laughs> it's so good. Um, the Lord has definitely used your life in big ways for years and um, just really appreciate your obedience and your devotion to the Lord and all the resources that you have released to really equip the body of Christ. Um, you know, one way I love to start our show is to talk about how my guests have encountered the Lord. And I know in your book, The Supernatural Life, that you released um, some some years ago, you talk about how you encountered the Lord Jesus and the supernatural power of God in your life and how that's really laid a foundation for your ministry. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, well, thank you, Michael. Um, since I was in my 20s, I'd say I've been really hungry to see people healed, you know, supernatural power of God in every area of my life. And so I just went after it. You, you might have even heard me tell this, uh, Michael at Christ of the Nations, mm -hmm. but uh, I wrote 
uh, my name next to every healing scripture in the book of Acts, you know, or, or, you know situation somebody was healed, and I'd, I'd say, Cindy Jacobs is going to do that. You know, the yeah. blind's going to see, lame's going to walk, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just hungry, you know, just hungry. And so, you know, in the book Supernatural Life, I talk about kind of some of them in a way secrets, um, you know, to how I arrived at how God is using me today, stadiums, you know, different places like that. And uh, I love it. One thing I, I found that that uh, in my generation, and even more, I think, in the next generation down to Gen, Gen Z, uh, millennials and Gen Z, is that you don't want to keep this stuff to yourself. Like people older than me, you know, I'd say, well, how did you fall into miracles that way? Well, they just didn't really know or else they didn't want to say. So I yeah. thought, no, I'm going to <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. gonna share. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I make them wait twenty years to figure this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. Was there was there a moment? Was there a moment where the Lord touched you? I know you contended for it. I know you pressed in and you believed God. Was there a moment um, of an encounter where the Lord really opened your eyes to to begin that hunger in you? Ooh, I've had a lot of moments. Um, like when I was 12, I had a series of dreams about hell and, um, you know, I just, all I could say is from a series of dreams that hell is real. I mean, the smells of hell alone are awful. Everything about hell is awful. Yeah. And, you know, impacted my life. I didn't want anybody to go there and just various times, you know, I got a call really to the nations. you know, um, when I was about nine. Uh, really deep call. And so, you know, I've had these different stages in, of my life. Uh, I think I started pursuing the miracles more, I would say, probably more in my late 20s. You know, Mike, uh, my, my husband and I, we were in a denominational church and we didn't talk about miracles. I mean, mm. the Bible ones, but not like somebody being healed today. And uh, so I got filled with the Spirit when I was like 21. And then after that, you know, I guess, you know, I remember after I get filled with the Holy Spirit, um, I looked at my hands like, hey, okay, this may sound weird to people, but this is what happened. I just thought, wow, if I put my hands on these people, can I get healed? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I read it. Bible, you know, like I mean, you go, yeah, well done, but I mean, that was a revelation to me, you know, and uh, started doing it, and it worked, you know. <laughs> yeah, simple, read the book, do the stuff, you know. Kind of yeah. simple. Yeah. Simple as that. We overcomplicate it so much, don't we? We just ask so many questions and overcomplicate it. Just step out and do what the word of God says. I know there's a lot of skeptical people out there. Some people that don't even believe that the gifts of the spirit are um, alive and active today, or maybe they even just believe that the gifts of the spirit are for the specially anointed ones, you know, the fivefold ministry, mm-hmm. those with platform gifts mm-hmm. or those that are missionaries. Mm-hmm. But you truly believe that the supernatural is for everyday believers. Every single believer has a gift um, and can operate in the supernatural power of God. Tell, Give us a little about bibl- biblical foundation for that and why, why you feel like it's so important that we get this. Well, you know, um, there's two sides of the Great Commission to make disciples of nations in Matthew and Mark 16 to like, you know, uh, go and, you know, preach the gospel, do miracles, mm-hmm. you know, but also to lay hands on the sick. 
and uh, uh, and it, and the scripture says those who believe will lay hands on the sick. Well, I thought, well, let me see what that word believe means in the Greek. Well, it's the same word as believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved out of Romans. The mm. same exact Greek word. Yeah. So that from what does that mean? Well, contextually in scripture, it means if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then you can also believe to do miracles. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And there's so many people that maybe they have stepped out a few times and didn't see the breakthrough that they wanted or the breakthrough that they desired. And they get mm-hmm. discouraged really, really quick, mm-hmm. um, you know, from mm-hmm. doing these things. Would you say to somebody mm-hmm. like that? Well, that happened to me, too. You know, like, in fact, um, I think I write about that in Supernatural Life, how, you know, I read the Bible. It said I could, you know, I was all excited. I thought, oh, if I put my hands on these people, they're going to be healed. And so I started doing it. After about six months, one of my friends said, you know, your good friends, those Job's friends, then you know what he was praying for, getting healed. I, You know, I that shot me down <laughs> for sure. a while. And I just went back and read the manufacturer's handbook. It said, okay, you do this. This is going to happen. And I kept doing it. And I, then I started to see miracles. Mm-hmm. Faith just over- keep going. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> faith over feelings, faith before the manifestation. We can't focus on the results. We got to just focus on what the word of God says. I believe that yeah. with all of my heart. And it may be inconsistent. Sometimes you may see the breakthrough. Sometimes you may not. But we need to believe the word of God over our experiences. And we'll see him more and more and more. As long as we don't lose heart, as long as we don't give up, I believe that. Thank you so much for that. And I know now in this hour and in this time, especially, you know, I, I think of Isaiah. Honestly, I think of Isaiah 60 where it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, thick darkness the people, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you and nations will come to your light. The kings will come to the brightness of your rising. And I just, as I think about the the world and where we're at right now and the suffering and the uncertainty and COVID and everything, there's so many believers that are, you know, intimidated, scared, not knowing what's happening. We need the supernatural power of God now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so we need it now more than ever. So what would you say to somebody who, hey, they're just, hey, at the end of the day, it's just like, wow, there's just so much taking place in the world. Like, I know you're you're writing a book right now that's going to release in the future about revival and reformation. Like, we need revival. Like, what 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 is on your heart in terms of, like, where, where God's taken the body of Christ? Yeah, well... You know, probably you've heard this too, and probably many of our listeners, wherever you go, people right now, they're talking about revival. Pastors Mm -hmm. are preaching on it. You know, churches are going for it. But, you know, if we have revival and we don't reform the laws and we don't have a reformation, then what happens is, you know, it doesn't last. I mean, historically, revivals last months, a year, Mm -hmm. you know. And even the influence of it may be a decade, and that's a long time. You know, uh, the the Welsh Revival was really burned brightly under Evan Roberts around a year or so. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. but it changed the world. But, um, you know, people have to be taught how to live. You know, it's just like, um, you know, uh, somebody can really get on fire for the Lord. But, you know, if you look at numbers, if they're not disciples, if they're not, you know, helped, they sometimes fall back. Sometimes in numbers, 
or uh, you know even what we saw in Russia after communism fell and and I just adore Russians you know but uh, at, when that happened uh, the New Agers came in and you know a lot of people came in and you know intercession ripens the harvest but we've got to have people who are laborers sent you know also to tend the fields mm, yeah especially now in the in the cultural you know, and, and if you read God's generals and you read about revivals of old and you get into revival history, you know, it always, you know, the power of God always manifested in such an amazing way in the darkest places, in the darkest hours of history. And so we are ripe for revival right now, but we just don't want um, a move of the spirit that is going to come and go. We want reformation. We want to see a change that lasts. And I think that, you know, some people hear words like awakening, revival, reformation, and they don't have the best definition of what they are. Can you explain to us maybe the difference between revival, reformation, awakening, if the, if it looks different and how, how that might manifest? Mm-hmm. Well, revival and awakening, you know, sometimes the lines are a little blurry and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the word revival comes from the Latin word revivere, and it means to live, return to conscience, reawaken, or have fervor. And uh, the closest that we have, you know, that we could say maybe in the Greek to that word uh, is uh, Anna Zipporo. And it's found in Second Timothy 1, 6, where it says, Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift. That's that word. Revive the gift, you know, renew it, stir it up. And so, um, you know, the church sometimes looks more like... Uh, you know, um, you know, just we're sound asleep and, mm-hmm. and the world's falling apart, you know. Mm-hmm. So it uh, and so we have to be and also part of revival conviction of sin, open confession of sin. I, I was just preaching an Indonesian Chinese church Sunday. And I mean, I started appealing to those who were, you know, in pornography and, you know, all mm-hmm. these different things or, you know. And compromise, and the altars were just full of teenagers weeping. I mean, they were sobbing out loud. You know, that's signs of revival. You know, where people are convicted of sin, they get right with God. And then we have an amazing labor force to send out to be reformers. And, and uh, reformation, we're not talking about the reformation of Martin Luther. We're talking about reformation back to biblical worldview. So a lot of people don't know how to be a reformer because they don't know what needs to be reformed. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where we have to disciple, you know, and then awakenings uh, generally affect the society. You know, it, it's not just the church. The church then goes out and awakens cities, awakens nations, awakening like the under the great prayer awakening with Jeremiah Lamphere from uh, Fulton Street. You know, in New York, uh, I was just reading yesterday that within a year to two years, they believe a million people got saved mm. out of that revival. Wow. It went everywhere. You know, and, and you know, it, in case we get a bit discouraged today and, you know, uh, in every case so far as I've studied, um, the society looked terrible. You know, and I've got a lot of stats, you know, like what happened sociologically after the revival and and Reformation came. But, 
you know, people were in terrible dark condition. And uh, then, then the move of God came and then, I mean, transformed lives, transformed areas. And so we know God's going to do that today. Yeah, I believe that. Absolutely. And my first experience, been saved a little more than 13 years now, my first experience with that was going to Mozambique, Africa, being a part of Heidi Baker's ministry over there in Mozambique. Mm-hmm. Went to the mission mm-hmm. school, went to the mission school there and then came back as a staff member, lived there for a little more than a year and a half. And just to mm-hmm. see the fruit of Heidi and Roland Baker's ministry, to see that mm-hmm. all it wasn't only the children on the base, it wasn't only the missionaries, but that we would be able to we would travel in a truck all the way in the middle of the bush, hours and hours and hours, no matter where you went in Mozambique. I've been on so many bush outreaches where they preach the gospel. There'd be churches everywhere, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of churches planted <laughs> from that ministry. And not only that, it was just like you you could start singing on the street. You could pull up and get just like a drink at the at a hut and you could start singing songs about Jesus that that Iris really created and people would just start singing it. It was just like the impact of of the you know, it went from revival um to awakening yeah. and there's you know, there's you know, reformation has taken place in the country of Mozambique because of just a woman and a man who came there and were obedient to the Holy Spirit. It was my first time experiencing that and it gives me hope for today. You know, there's just mm-hmm. so much doubt, so much fear, so much darkness, but we're ready. And there's mm-hmm. people like Sean Foyt that are out there held in these outdoor gatherings. And there's people that everything mm-hmm. that can be shaken is being shaken right now. Like the model of church is changing. Do you have any thoughts about the model of church? Like, what do you feel like the Lord is breathing on in this hour in terms of, because people are, a lot of people aren't even going to church anymore. They're doing a lot of mobile stuff now and, and everything, but like there's a remnant of hungry people. Yeah. Well, if I could use my local church, Trinity, for this, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have like young adults on Monday night. They're on fire. It went from like 50 to 200 in a few months. And kids are driving in 18 to 30-year-olds from from three hours away for Monday night. You know, they're coming in everywhere. I mean, just pouring in. And they're just on their face weeping before the Lord. And then you go Saturday night. And. And and three hours, people are getting healed. And yeah, but, you know, one thing about it is that, you know, in, in spite of all of this, you know, just planting a church in a bar in, in kind of a rough area in Fair mm. Park and churches under the bridge, you know, for the homeless. I think that this is a new wine thing, you know, for us. And it's it's not, it's like there can be a central church, but it's also... um you know, uh, uh, decentralized in a way. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that one thing I've seen, like I've been involved in revival in Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Brownsville, Toronto, you name it. Many times a local church is hurt when a revival breaks out in it. But I believe part of the new model is God is going to show us how that will not happen, but will thrive. And uh, not only that, it, Taking it out of the walls. I just was with uh, Jesse and Parker Green. Maybe you've heard of them. Yeah. They church in Orange County. Yeah. And uh, they're baptizing the ocean. That's that's part of the LA area for those who don't know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're just on fire. They God just told them <laughs> go to the beaches, you know, and preach. And uh, so I think God, in order to reach an out of the box society, we have to get out of the box. You know, you have to have a great prison break. You know, we used to think that, okay, we'll open these doors and the wind will blow all the harvest in. No, we got to have a great prison break and get 
out where the people are. <laughs> well, that's an old wineskin. You know, it worked back then. God used it. And now he's just doing something new. He's doing a new thing. And we need to, uh, you know, people have, you know, like, you know, revival meetings and we we want the goosebumps we want the encounters we want the manifestations but what do we do mm-hmm. freely receive freely give and so that's why mm-hmm. ministries like that you know Heidi and Roland they encountered the Lord what did they do they they went out they were sent and that's what God's doing all over the world he's encountering us like that's revival to me when you you encounter the presence of God and the glory of God so deeply that it changes you and you say God what do you want me to do with my my, my life is yours I'm laid down how do you want me to offer my life and so and there's there, there's change we got to get out of the four walls the Lord did tell us to go and it looks different for everybody and you know there's times mm-hmm. of receiving and there's times of just getting with the Lord and being before him and and being molded and shaped but then you know he he and then he pushes us out of our comfort zone it says rely on me rely on the miraculous go out there touch people and so mm-hmm. it's so it's so important and um what would you say to you know, believers, I know that individually and corporately, we must posture our hearts um, for what the Lord is doing right now. What would you say to the listener? And they're like, I I want to I, I wanna be in the wave of what God's doing. I don't want to be three steps behind. I want to be right in the thick of it. I want to be right in the center of it. You know, there's, you know, what would you say to somebody who wants to posture their heart and really be used by God in this hour? Well, you know, I to think number one, God wants to use you, okay? Mm, <laughs> you yes. know, and He sees you burning. He sees you on fire. And so when you spend time worshiping and seeking the Lord, He's going to show you something to do, like Michael, okay, do a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have faith to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, go feed the poor somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's like just sometimes, William Booth said, sometimes the need is the call. Sometimes we get so hyper-spiritual we just need to go out and fill a need somewhere, and that becomes a ministry. You know, yeah. but I promise you, God would not give you that fire in your heart and not give you a place to burn. Wow. Yeah, I agree. And I just, it makes me think of right now that scripture, you know, in the book of Acts, where it says that the disciples um, were all together and they were fasting and they were praying. And then the Lord spoke, set aside Paul and Barnabas for me for the work of the That's ministry. Right. And he, Acts and 13. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yo, if you don't know what to do, pray, seek God, get get deep with the Lord, close cl- close the door. You know, get get you know, get alone with God. There's things in the scriptures that we don't need to pray about doing, like loving our neighbor and you know, and all those things. But like, what has God specifically called you to? And I really feel like the secret place is key, like you're talking about. Right, exactly. That is so true. And you know, uh, God doesn't frustrate us. You know, God just isn't. Wanting us to be frustrated. I remember when I was about late 20s telling somebody, I just almost can't stand this. I feel like, you know, my life is passing before my eyes. Mm -hmm. I was so old. And and I haven't found a place yet. And I, because I really wasn't preaching, you know. And then I turned 30 and bang, everything opened up, you know. And and I don't know why it took so long for me. I'm a slow burner, I guess, you know, but <laughs> but I caught up after that, you know, but I remember that frustration, like, oh, my life is over, you know, I'm not accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, God has two speeds, I feel almost, you know, like pause or wait and fast forward, you know? <laughs> yeah, fast pace, fast speed, hyperspeed. <laughs> 
It's like, wait, I don't know if I know enough for this. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, one thing I've really honored and respected about your ministry, I've, I've seen you take offerings a few times, and one in particular, you're getting words and knowledge about people in the sanctuary that had needed a financial breakthrough, and you called people out through words of knowledge that, hey, it's a mother that can't feed her children or, you know, the groceries for the week, and then you would, you would I remember you tarried. People weren't coming up. No one came up. You were, t- you were there tarrying. You're like, I heard from God. I heard from God. And then it was a <laughs> Hispanic lady. It was at Christ for the Nations that she hardly spoke any English, but she came to the front and you told everyone to just give her money. And she was just, mm-hmm. she must have left with thousands of dollars. And I remember feeling such a beautiful, authentic presence of God and just being like, Lord, this is the way the church should be. This It's unconventional. That's not, you know, that I've never seen it in church and haven't seen it since, honestly. And um, mm-hmm. to me, it was so biblical. It was so beautiful. And I just feel like, man, we need to just get with Jesus. We need to read the Sermon on the Mount. We need to take in his words, meditate on his words, spend time in his presence, and we will truly... Um, hear from him and when we hear from him we're empowered to actually obey and do what he wants us to do um so important amen Amen. (laughs) so important and so you're releasing a book on revival and um reformation that i highly recommend you know um when that does come out but for the viewers to for the listeners right now to get a hold of supernatural life um a book that's been out for a little while but is jam-packed power-packed something could definitely a resource that they could learn from receive from what would you say, just kind of closing this out, how would you encourage people that their hearts are burning and maybe they've been disappointed, maybe they felt dry, maybe they feel like they've got so many responsibilities, they're a wife or, you know, they're, they're, they're working and they've got kids and they've got problems in their life, issues going on, and they just are having a hard time kind of navigating the waters in this time. What would you say to encourage them to, to, to kind of move forward with the Lord and what they're called to? Well, number one, God knows where you live and he hasn't forgotten you. Mm. And, you know, uh, what you're going through is temporary. You know, what what this different situation God is working where he, where you can't see, and it's going to change. And I want to pray for you. Yeah. Father, I just pray for all of those listening. Father, for hope, like a renaissance of hope in their heart, in their soul. Father, that, that you do care, and you're available, and you're listening to them, and they're not just speaking words in the thin air, and nobody's on the other end of the line. Father, we thank you for that, Lord. Father, right now, send your spirit to dispel discouragement, to bring hope. Now, remember that word, renaissance of hope. God's going to bring that into your life. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I received that, too. Um, and so thank you so much, Cindy. Um, it's an honor talking to you. It's the second time on my podcast. It's a blessing to be able to have you and I'm learning from you. I'm gleaning from you. And so how could people mm-hmm. connect? How could people connect to your ministry? What are you doing or how, how could they get a hold of the resources and learn more? Well, I'll, actually, we've gone to all of my books are on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot com. So if you want to buy materials or things, mm-hmm. uh, just go Cindy Jacobs, you know, and then if you'd like to Go on the website, it's Generals, like Generals of Intercession, it's Generals International, uh, plural, generals.org.org. And uh, we have some events coming up. We have a Deborah, Deborah United here in Dallas at Trinity in July. And then we have our big global prophetic summit where we have prophets from 40 nations come together again here. Uh, just in South Dallas, and that's uh, November, I think, 11th through 14th, something like that. But it'll it, the schedule will be on uh, 
uh, in the, I don't know if it is now, but it'll go up soon uh, on the website. And, uh, yeah, we have mentoring material. We have all kinds of stuff for the prophetic. Uh, there's a spiritual warfare school. Sign up. Uh, go to Generals and sign up for our prayer alerts. We have a 50-state prayer network and get prayer alerts. Or, you know, just our general emails. Uh, we send out words of encouragement that people mm-hmm. just say they weep over. So, awesome. Lots of <laughs> awesome. And I will put the link um, right here on the show as well. So for those, no, no matter if they're on Apple or Spotify or Charisma, wherever they're watching, they'll be able to click the link for easy access on all of that. And so thank you again, Cindy, for joining me. Um, what a powerhouse. I really appreciate any kind of wisdom that you give. Thank you so much. Hello, you guys. Be bright for the <laughs> Lord. Burn bright. God bless you. Bye-bye. Amen. Amen. For those who are listening, thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed and awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Lombardo here. Let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope Filled Journey. Um, you definitely want to check that out today. Michelle and Renee Torres, they started up an online store in obedience to the Holy Spirit in the midst of a crazy year, full-time jobs, raising four small children. They stepped out in faith, and God is honoring it every step of the way. It's www.thehopefilledjourney.com. This is where you'll find extraordinary products, clothes, fashion accessories, jewelry, and more. You'll be able to find amazing clothes for spring, handmade jewelry. Their goal is to inspire faith, through their product line, as well as high quality in all they do and produce. Check it out. It's the hopefilledjourney.com. And also, if you today, if you go, well, you got the promo code AWAKEN, promo code AWAKEN. If you go to the website, you can get 25% off of all full-priced items, and all orders over $60 will ship free. And so that's 25% off today, all full price items and any orders, $60 or more will ship free. And so make sure to go to the website that is www.thehopefilledjourney.com and make sure to use promo code AWAKEN.